Welcome to the Anchor Daily. My name is Trinity, and we are continuing our journey through the book of Joshua. Today we find ourselves in chapter 16, the record of the tribe of Joseph and Ephraim's inheritance. The detailed geological boundaries of the inherited land for some are quite interesting, but for others like myself, it is oh-hum reading. Then verse 10 of chapter 16 hit me right in the face. Quote, However, they did not drive out the Canaanites who lived in Gezer. So the Canaanites still live in Ephraim today, but they became forced laborers. End quote. Ouch. No mincing words at all. We know all of the land is given to them, and they are not able to take full possession of it. Do you think the second clause of the sentence, quote, but they became forced laborers, end quote, was supposed to make the generations who read this account feel better? It was like the writer said Ephraim was in control of the Canaanites, so it's not a big deal that they still live there. Well, we know what happens to Israel in the subsequent generations. They're easily influenced by the lifestyles and idols of the Canaanites. As I pondered this verse and thought how it can apply to our spiritual walk with Jesus, I could see in my walk, despite the inheritance and victory over sin Jesus has provided for me, there are still some Canaanite flesh habits to overcome. The question before us is, is it possible to live a victorious life, free from strongholds and habits that keep us separated from the freedom and fullness of life in Christ? If you're anything like me, an eternal self-critic, continuously analyzing the areas of my life where I have made mistakes, where I have not measured up, or I've settled or compromised, then you know that this life is not a piece of life of peace and victory. So what does one do when faced with the realization that they have Canaanite habits residing in their life? I want to encourage us today that there is victory over your flesh, and if you are in Christ Jesus, you have the ability to walk in the Spirit. Paul encourages us often to walk in the Spirit, to crucify the flesh, to live a separate life from the deeds of the flesh. He writes of the life full of the fruit of the Spirit. I think some of the new believers in Galatia, and Ephesus and Rome were like me, self-critics, and wondering if it's possible to live a life full of the Spirit and empowered to overcome the temptations of the flesh and the sinful nature. Listen to the excerpts from some of the letters where Paul talks about Christian lifestyles and attributes. And for those who are self-critics and wondering what a life led by the Spirit looks like, let's read Romans 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus because the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. And if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, in Romans verse 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may discern what is a good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Wow. Try placing your name in the passage as if Paul is writing directly to you, reminding you that you are a new creation. Your lifestyle is not going to look like the rest of the world around you. In Galatians, Paul writes again, encouraging another group of believers. In chapter 5, verse 1, he says, Freedom, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then, and don't submit again to the yoke of slavery. In chapter 5, verse 16, he says, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry the desire of the flesh. And in verses 19 through 22, if you're wondering, Paul explains what the works of the flesh are. 
and warns us not to follow them. He also gives us a picture of what the spirit of the fruit, fruit of the spirit is. In verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And now for those who belong to Christ Jesus, have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit. The Ephesians also needed encouragement. Look what Paul said to them in chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved, loved children and walk in love as Christ also loved us give and gave himself for us as a sacrificial fragrant offering to God. Paul goes on to say that the works of the flesh should not be seen or heard even among us as we are saints. Paul also gives us a pattern of Christian community living and encouraging one another in verse 19 of chapter 5. He says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making music with your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always to everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. Friends, I hope you are strengthened and encouraged that indeed we are called to a life free from wages of sin. We who are in Jesus Christ have the power to overcome, not in our own power, but the power of Jesus' sacrifice and the work of the Holy Spirit. As we grow every day, putting on the, our battle armor, bringing every thought captive and transforming into a new life. Let's pray from Colossians 1, verses 9 through 14. And when you pray, insert your name when you read some of the scriptures. For this reason, since the day we heard this, we have not stopped praying for you. We are asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, so that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing in him, bearing fruit in every good work, and growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has enabled you to share in the saints' inheritance and light. He has rescued us from the domains of darkness and transferred us into his kingdom of the Son he loves. And in him, we have redemption and forgiveness of sin. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.